Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome, welcome once again to another episode of In the Mind of Madness. I'm Mr. Black. I'm going to keep it short and sweet with the intro. Um, so, I love uh, getting right basically into the fucking nitty gritty today. Um, yeah, I, I want to say, uh, like I started, started the show for the last couple of uh, episodes, again, I want to sit there and say uh, I want to thank all the first responders and uh, all the essential personnel that are out there uh, during the uh, coronavirus. Um, I got a couple of points to touch on today, um, actually. One, um, I do apologize that the episode is up a little late. Um, basically, <clears throat> I was... Uh, little under the weather um basically yes uh, as i've talked about before i do have health problems um under you know uh the conditions they talk about with people um so i had an uh, i had to go in for a basically routine checkup um 12 month visit i'm sure we're all used to those with physical and everything um i went in and my blood pressure was actually uh through the roof um, as I have a medical condition called, uh, diastolic heart failure. Um, it's, uh, similar to congestive heart failure. They treat it pretty much the same way. It, it is a rare, um, in the heart failure realm from what I was told by my doctors. It is, it is rare. Uh, there's no actual treatment for it. They treat it like congestive heart failure. Um, <clears throat> so with that said, they decided to play with uh, giving me new medication. So, um, and I, I love when they do this. I, I do, my doctors are very, uh, I give them nothing but credit. Um, the facility I go to is a heart and lung center. I've been going there for about um, three years now. Um, I have to give them, I have nothing but undying respect for them because uh, they have, uh, actually put me in a better, a, a slightly better health situation. Um, basically, uh, the way things were going is I was pretty much not going to, um, not going to be around to see a lot of this, probably not any of this actually at all. Um, of course you can tell I'm, like I said, I been, was under the weather because of the meds they had me on. So, with any new medication, <clears throat> the greatest thing about that is there's side effects. I love the commercials, and I watch, because uh, there's quarantine and everything and stuff going on, um, I really can't watch regular TV. So, anytime I do catch a regular uh, program on television with the commercials, I start laughing. Because a lot of these commercials are hilarious for, like, you know, oh, we have this for, like, HIV medication and uh, this for, like, psoriasis and this medication for uh, people who have, um, what is it, fucking gout. People who have, like, they have to go to the bathroom constantly. Um, but I love these commercials. And I love the Viagra and the Cialis commercials. Those are awesome, too. But it's great because most people, and this is how advertising works for the most part. So with all these commercials, you have the announcer. You you, you have the action on the screen. And I, I went to school for, uh, I went to college for communications. One of the courses I had to take was um, the, it was, it was an advertising class. Basically it taught you how and how advertising works who to play to, what to do, you know, all that stuff, because it's basic communications one-on-one. Um, you have to know your audience to relate to your audience to try to sell a product. Well, on my show, I don't sell products. I try, well, I mean, you know, um, I do this to try to, as like a, a little bit of stress relief, a little bit of haha, um, comic relief, and just a way to kind of, I don't know, get my point of view out there, me and my friends, um, who I've had on, on a couple of episodes, uh, due to the quarantine, we've all been kind of like gooped up, need to vent a little bit, you know, um, here in the East coast, they canceled schools. 
uh, in the state of New Jersey. Um, so there's no school for the rest of the year. But the kids have to keep doing homeschooling until like... It varies from district to district. I know some are like June 15th, some are June 1st, some are June 20th. It's like, get a fucking thing going here. They really should call it because... According to one of my uh, Miss Jinx, she said basically the kids have met their 180 day quota, so there's no real reason for them to have to continue to homeschool. And even a lot of the teachers are are, are done. I mean, they're you know, they're they're pretty much like you know, fuck it, we're 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 done. Um, but anyway, back to the topic of the medication I've been on. So. I went in there, my blood pressure was like 250 over like 175. So, yeah. So then I was on a a 24-hour heart monitor. The first one didn't want to work. So um, so then I had to wait a week and then go back and take a second one. And I, I went back, I put the second one on, and I was told not to take, come in and have them take it off. So I drove to the uh to the center to the heart and lung center i had them remove it and um they ran the results and called me like four o'clock and they're like listen we're a little concerned i was like okay um they're like at 805 last night your blood pressure was uh 215 over like 180 and i'm going oh yeah and they're like yeah so we're gonna uh give you these two medications that are gonna bring it down well i have not only my i have a blood pressure issue but they're also concerned with um something is causing me potassium loss now for anybody who's not familiar with potassium the way potassium works in the human body um if you have too much of it it can kill you if you don't have enough of it it can kill you it's kind of like one of those things where um you need to be at like a happy medium so you want to be, from what I found out, finally got a, a, a very good uh, explanation. You basically want to be at like between a 4 and a 4.5. Um, that is 4.5. Four and a half. So that's where you want to be. That's like perfect. Four is okay. Mm, five is okay. So you can be in that four to five range. That's what they want. They want people at like four and a half. Most people are in that range between four and four and a half. Um, yeah, I was at a two point nine. Um, actually, I was at a two point eight because uh, from when I got my second set of uh, blood work done, it had only went up point four. I was at a th- I was at a three point two. So, that being said, potassium. Um, Literally, liquid potassium is one of the worst tasting substances ever. Um, there is literally almost nothing you can do to mask the taste of that. It is like, um, it's like drinking, I don't know, think of the worst thing you've ever had, like curdled milk or, you know, something you've, you've tasted that just is a horrible, horrible taste that's what potassium times it by 10 and that's what liquid potassium tastes like um unfortunately i can't take pills um i have problems swallowing them um and i had surgery i had surgery and i still have problems with them so it's a matter of the whole situation of trying to get those pills down because i mean the potassium pills are actual horse pills. I mean, they're like a fucking inch long and they're like half an inch thick. And yeah, try to swallow that. Um, I know there's people out there who probably say, yeah, I'll do that. No problem. I don't have a gag reflex. Yeah. But when you're trying to swallow a piece of chalk, um, yeah, good luck. Um, it is literally the worst fucking thing to try to swallow ever. And I, I tried to take them and I had problems even before my, uh, my throat surgery. Now, I didn't have, like, um, people are probably going to be like, oh, would you have cancer? No. No, I had, um, <clears throat> I had an enlarged right tonsil for some reason. Not both my tonsils now, mind you. It was just the right tonsil was had swelled up so much that I basically was breathing out of a hole the size of uh, about a dime, you know, um, 
And to make matters worse, um, most people, everybody knows how you're in the back of your throat, if you still have your tonsils, you have a uvula. And when that would swell up because of the inflammation I would get, um, it would block that hole and I would try to sleep. So I was dying pretty much. Um, so I had surgery to have that issue rectified. I had my tonsils, my uvula, and part of my soft palate removed. And the soft palate is in the back of your throat at the base of your, um, uh, the base of your mouth, <clears throat> at the back of your mouth. It's like the base of your tongue almost. Um, and it literally was a surgery. Uh, it was supposed to be like an outpatient surgery. Yeah, um, let's just say I, was, I had complications with mine. Um, I won't get into any... If anybody wants to know the, the whole story about that, maybe that's a good sh- story for another episode. But I had, uh, I had a slight complication with my surgery. So... Um, it, uh, it was not a very fun experience, especially when you go there with your family and you wake up in ICU. So you guys do the math and figure out why I ended up in ICU overnight. So now I've been going there. I've been going to uh, Bora Heart and Lung Center for three years. Um, they've been monitoring my blood pressure, keeping me on pills and all that stuff. And, um, so they put me on these this, these two new pills. Now, the funny thing is, and this is where I get back to the whole commercial thing. Um, I research my pills. So I'll take the first dose and I'll start looking up what they can do. So, and usually it's like when I start feeling something different. Because, like anyone, I really don't like to read shit. I don't like when people tell me stuff. So I took the first set of pills. And uh, it was two new pills that they gave me. And they were supposed to lower my blood pressure. Well, it really wasn't working. And to make matters worse, it was making me violently ill. Um, so it was making me uh, tired, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, everybody needs sleep. Uh, the more sleep you get, the more your body regenerates and, and recovers. Um, but the problem is, is when you are you take the pills at 9 o'clock in the morning and by 11.30 you want to go back to sleep and when you do lay down you don't go to sleep for like an hour no it's like a it's like NyQuil you go to sleep for like four to six hours so when I took these pills uh last weekend um I was uh pretty much out of commission I literally was taking them I was uh throwing up from them and I literally Stop taking them. I was like, I can't. I called the doctor and I'm like, you know, I went back on Wednesday. I'm like, I can't, doc, I can't take these. We need to find something else. So he's like, all right. He goes, we're going to put you back on your old medication. We're going to give you an, um, that should work along with the potassium. Should be fine. My old pills never give me any problem. No nausea, no tiredness, no drowsiness, no fucking dizziness. So talking about side effects. In these commercials, I love the announcer who does who comes on like right at the end and like, uh, this may cause you like bleeding from the eyes, bleeding from the anus, bleeding from the penis or vagina, um, bleeding from your ears. Uh, if this happens, uh, stop taking and contact your doctor immediately. Um, <clears throat> and it's like great because you know, um, you know, <laughs> like everybody said, the old running joke, the old running Viagra joke. Um, if I have an erection lasting longer than four hours, I ain't calling anybody, but my girlfriend, my wife, or a prostitute. Um, because that was just the old joke with the end of that commercial, which would be, you know, uh, may cause, a drop of heart rate, drop of blood pressure. And if you have an erection lasting longer than four hours to call a doctor, um, and it's just funny because, believe it or not, um, a, a gentleman, and this is a funny, it's kind of funny, kind of not so funny. I love to read the uh, the Strange But True News. I read a story a couple of years ago. Um, well, I was actually sitting and waiting in an appointment. Everybody knows how doctor's offices are. You, you go in for a 9 o'clock appointment and you don't see the doctor until pretty much like 10 o'clock. So I'm in there and I'm on my phone like everybody is nowadays because 
I mean, print is practically dead. I mean, granted, I like print books still, but like newspapers and stuff. I mean, there are people who still buy them, um, but for the most part, you don't find any good stories. And the greatest thing about it is I'm reading the Strange But True News. So, the story goes, a guy, I think he was from the Midwest. Um, if I'm not 100% sure, and I tried looking for the article uh, before I started recording because I thought it would be a funny story. So, the uh, the gentleman in question went to um, go ready, get ready for a, uh, a, a hot night out. Before he left his house, he did the normal thing that all guys do. You shower, shave, put your cologne on, put your deodorant on. The gentleman in question had a little bit of an ele- a, a little bit of a rectile dysfunction issue. So before he left, <clears throat> he popped a Viagra. So this way, when he was going to see his um, his uh, said girlfriend. Uh, or actually, let me let me get the story correct because it wasn't his girlfriend. He was going to see his mistress. Um, so when he got to his the person in question's house, she had mixed him a cocktail and had slipped Viagra into his drink. Um, to not knowing that he was going to have this, you know, he already pre he already pregamed. So they did their thing. He leaves the mistress. He goes home. His wife um, is getting ready. Wants to have a little bit of something, something. She mixes him a cocktail. She slips more Viagra in. Uh, yeah, between the uh, wife and the mistress, they killed the husband. Um, due to a severe loss of blood pressure and slowing of the heart. Um, apparently, yeah, you can overdose on Viagra, uh, apparently, uh, six pills in the course of, I believe they said the total was about seven hours will, uh, will, yeah, stop your heart. So, uh, folks, remember, always consult with your mistress and wife to find out who slipped you the Mickey before you got doing the hanky panky, um, because they are both trying to kill you. Um, at that point. So, uh, both the wife and mistress were charged, um, with, uh, accidental death. Uh, both of them, both were dismissed and the charges were dropped because nobody knew that he took Viagra beforehand. The wife didn't know, the mistress didn't know. Um, so hence the problem there. So always check and make sure that when you're partying with others, uh, they know your medication schedule um, because, you know, sometimes two pills, even though they're little and blue, are not good uh, when you take too many of them. So, that being said, um, I went back to the doctor uh, this past Wednesday and I had another 24-hour monitor put on me for my blood pressure. So, I went, they took it off. Called me up and said that the monitor got a couple of really readings that they're worried about. Um, they were in like the 200s. Um, so <clears throat> they were like, all right, we called in this new medication for you, which is an old, me- it's a new medication they were prescribing to me. But it was a medication I had taken before. Not a big deal. Um, but the, the thing about that was um, I then... Uh, I'm in charge of keeping track of my blood pressure now for the next seven days. So tomorrow would be day seven. So that was at four o'clock on Thursday. I get that phone call that my blood pressure was still really elevated. They wanted to get me on these pills for seven days. This way it would kind of get everything in the right, going the right way. It would start bringing my blood pressure down. So then uh, Friday morning, I get a call from the cardiologist, my cardiologist, in a pretty much panicking state. Now, this is why I like the doctors I go see, because they are very caring people. They put themselves at risk. Um, They work in a facility that is a heart and lung center. There's an emergency room attached to it. Um, There is a possibility that people do have the the coronavirus. 
Um, but they're trying to keep everybody separate. Um, they're limiting the people in the building, in the waiting room. You know, you're not allowed to bring family members in with you when you go back to get your tests and stuff done. Uh, they're limiting labs. So there's like only three people are allowed to get blood drawn at once. Um, so they're taking the steps. They're taking the precautions that we all need to take, which is awesome because they care about their patients. Like they always say that to me, like we worry about you because you're 40 something years old and you know, you are, you know, we don't want you to, you know, have a stroke, have a heart attack. You know, they want me to get better, which is awesome. Um, cause I want to get better myself. Um, so that being said, the cardiologist calls me and she's like, listen, we got these results. We looked over everything. We're really worried about this. There's an abnormal mineral in your, in your body that's building up. You need to take this other pill. Don't take anything else. Take this and your blood, your one blood pressure pill today, starting today. Okay. Take it with food. What do you mean with food? So, so eat and then take it. No, she pretty much told me while I was eating to stop eating halfway through, take the pill and then finish eating. She said, and it shouldn't make you, uh, it should not make you throw up. That's a great, you know, thing. Like, I mean, I know some people have to eat. No, I'm sorry. Some people have to take their pills before they eat. Others have to take, can't take pills until after they eat. Um, this is the first time I've ever been told, like, hey, start eating, take the pill, and then finish eating. Um, and it should stop the nausea. Well, guess what? It didn't. Um, and it was even worse because I had already eaten food. I was eating. I mean, it prolonged it, so it didn't happen, like, within the first two hours. It took a little bit. But once it set in, I was fucked for the rest of the day. Um, and it, it pretty much put me in the point where I didn't want to move because the minute I got up, I would be fine. Like, literally, I could get up and go hit the bathroom. I could get up and go walk to the kitchen. But if I was up for longer than five minutes on my feet, I got dizzy. I started getting fucking the shit, like the, the cold shakes, like you were getting, going to get, like you're sick. And the, like, and then I started feeling like dizzy and nauseous again. So listen, I'm a trooper though. I tried, I did the, you know, the, can throw that slang term out there, the old college try. So I, I did that. So finally, um, I, yesterday I, I literally, when I got up in the morning, I, I went, uh, made myself breakfast and I was like, fuck it. I can't take these anymore. So I took my, my other pill, uh, my other pills that take twice a day. And I'm like, fuck it. I can't, I can't do this pill twice a day because it just makes it worse. And then the only thing that makes it go away is sleep. And, um, uh, my one friend said it best. It's like, you got the, you know, you're going through detox almost. I said, yeah, that's what it feels like because it's just, you're sick. You, you know, I threw up a couple of times. So this morning the cardiologist called me. I had to rattle off my blood pressure to her. She's like, all right, well, it's coming down. She says, it's coming down slowly. She goes, you still really are restricted, you know. Um, but just stay on your other meds. If you just took those yesterday, don't take the pill that's making you sick anymore. She's like, well, you know, well, we're going to monitor it. She's like, you're going to get a call tomorrow. So, um, and I'll have to basically run down all my blood pressures for the last seven days with them. Um <clears throat> But they're, uh, I, I gotta be very careful right now. So, um, I apologize that this didn't get out, um, Saturday or Sunday, but I was too sick to, to record, um, because, uh, every couple of minutes, um, I literally felt like I was going to run into the bathroom and just throw everything up. I ate, um, yeah. So talking about food and vomiting, it's always fun, but so that is my lovely thing with medication. Um, like I said, love the commercials that are on there. Really fucking funny. But the side effects, if you listen to the commercials for the side effects or medication, you know, like I said, you know, may cause like uh, kidney damage, liver function problems, uh, bloody stool, bloody urine, you know, nosebleeds, um, dry. 
I love the ones that are like dry mouth. Dry mouth is the most like easiest symptom to fucking worry about. Mako's dry mouth. That's great. Just drink some more water. Like you have a pill. It's basically burning your insides up. Um, but you know, if, if these, uh, side effects get more severe, uh, consult your doctor. No motherfucker. Don't consult your doctor. Stop taking them. Then call your doctor. Be like, you know, um, doc, listen, I'm not taking this pill anymore. Do you have something better? Because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking peeing fucking rainbow. Like, you know, um, I, I look like a fucking, I look like a unicorn taking a piss right now. Um, so, you know, and then, uh, you fucking tell them like, it's, you gotta try something else. But, <clears throat> That's the greatest thing about medication is, you know, these side effects. Some people can take medication, they don't experience any side effects. Those people are so fucking lucky. Um, me, with side effects, I always get, if I'm going to have a reaction to medication, and this is the funny, this is the funniest thing, and this is I'm poking fun at myself. This is how fucked up my body is. I'm one of those people that if I'm going to have a reaction... It's not going to be like the minor reactions, like, you know, um, you know, uh, whatever, like the chills, itchiness, no, tearing eyes, no. It's going to be like the, you know, if swelling in lower extremities lasts for longer than three to six hours, discontinue use immediately and consult your doctor because there might seriously be something going the fuck on. Um, I had... Uh, surgery on my bicep years ago uh, about at this point it was probably about eight years ago um so it's funny because i i went for the surgery it was it was outpatient went in two hour surgery woke up most embarrassing thing that happened with that is is my arm isn't was in a sling and they had it basically like attached to my body so I couldn't move it. It had me completely immobilized um, with my right arm. So I couldn't use my right hand. Um, I'm left-handed for most things. Writing and all that good shit. I'm left-handed. I got up and the nurse comes into me and she hands me a urinal. Little, little cup to pee in or a little thing to pee in. And she goes to me at that point, which was hilarious. She goes, here, we just need to make sure you pee before you leave. I'm like... All right, I didn't have any surgery down there. Like, why? She goes, well, we have to make sure that everything, all the fluid, the medication, um, they didn't cause, like, any blockages. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, all right. So then I have this thing. She put it on the tray in front of me. And I look at the tray, and I look at myself, and then I'm looking at the tray. And I look at my left hand, and I'm going, um... There's no way I can hold that cup in my hand and whip my dick out to piss in this thing at the same time. So, this is the first time I ever had to ask somebody, uh, nurse, um, can you give me a hand? Like, can you hold, either you're going to hold my dick or hold the cup because I can't do this with one hand. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, so... You can do most things with one hand. That is just not... Well, I'm not that fucking skilled where I can hold that the right way so don't A, piss on the floor. And I had to piss like a racehorse. And I was like... Because I even said to her, I was like, I don't think I have to pee. I didn't drink... wasn't allowed to drink anything. She goes, no, we pumped you with fluid. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and then the minute I stood up, I felt it. It was literally like... um, I, I thought like an elephant was sitting on my bladder. Um... Because they literally just pump you full of fucking fluid the entire time I was going for the surgery. Um, but yeah, so it was really funny. I felt embarrassed because like, you know, um, I, I just thought it was like, I'm like looking at it, looking down, looking at it. I'm like, fuck, I can't do this. Like I, I, I was even try. I even tried the thing of like holding it. And I'm like, I put it in my right hand and I'm going, yeah, unless my fucking dick is like a balloon animal i can't fucking like rope it up to go in and i couldn't move my arm so 
Picture, picture basically take your right arm, bend it at a 90 degree angle and put it right across your chest. That's how my right arm was. I had a big plastic, uh, uh, stint, um, uh, what the fuck is it called? It's called, I think it's called a stint. Basically, it's a big plastic piece that went from my wrist down to my elbow, uh, up my, uh, my forearm or down my forearm to my elbow up to my bicep and was there. And it literally was holding my arm in place because they had just reattached my bicep to my forearm. So I was pretty much like up shit's Creek without a paddle, um, for about a week where I had no use of my right arm. Uh, that was literally so much fun. Uh, physical therapy is a motherfucker. Um, and I recommend anybody who, uh, tears a bicep to go through that. Um, because they torture you. Um, yeah, they basically make you feel like you're going to rip your whole shit apart again. Um, but the people, uh, they were, they were great. I can't really knock them. They were great, but it is the most fucking painful thing in the world when you do that. Um, <clears throat> so, but yeah, so, uh, so now on to the next, now let's change gears a little bit because I do have a bone to pick. So, um, I've talked about it before. I'm a gamer, you know? Um, I did what everybody else did. I'm an old, fi- I loved Final Fantasy VII on the PS1. Um, loved it, fucking played the shit out of it. Um, I pre-ordered the remake, thinking, now all you people overseas are kind of lucky because they fucking released it early for you guys. Yeah, we got fucked over here. Um, so my local GameStop um, is in the mall. And unfortunately, they shut all the malls down before the launch of Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal. So, like, the literally the fucking Monday before when they were pulling all, doing all this shit, they, I went over there and I canceled my reserves, um, came home, got them converted into Switch currency and PS4 currency, and I, pre, I pre-ordered my Animal Crossing and I pre-ordered my Doom Eternal. Um, and I literally was like, all right, cool. We kept getting told this is temporary. This is temporary. That came out. I was like, fuck, Final Fantasy's coming out. And then I realized I'm like, oh shit. I have the 10 inch Mandalorian pop reserved too. Um, and I have, I had, (laughs) now here's the fun thing, folks. Um, I have... I had Iron Man reserved, Iron Man VR, which got canceled last minute. It was supposed to come out May 10th, um, and it got scrapped. Uh, they pushed it back. Uh, it's indefinitely on hold. Um, so, Final Fantasy gets ready to come out. The week before, I get an email from GameStop saying... Uh, listen, we know everybody's going to get an email about their reserves telling you, uh, how to go about and pick up or get shipped to you, your merchandise. I was like, okay, great. Perfect. They actually fucking pulled their heads out of their asses for once and did something right. Now, here's what pisses me off. Fucking GameStop is a bunch of fucking assholes. Okay. Um, they treat their employees like shit. And I really mean this. They treat their employees like shit. They're underpaid. Um, they deal with a lot of bullshit. Um, and they also deal with a lot of last minute changes. They, they don't pay their employees enough. They're store managers. Uh, they're, they're regular associates. I mean, they literally are, are fucking people. Uh, an assistant manager. Um, and I know this from experience because I used to work for GameStop. Um, and I was offered an assistant manager's position, um, which the position would call would have costed me more in travel and gas than I made because they only wanted to pay me $13 an hour to be a store, an assistant manager. Um, here's the problem with assistant manager. You basically are pretty much like the backup for the manager. So if the manager needs to go somewhere, 
you have to cover all the hours, make the schedule, make sure everything's in there. They were sending me to a store that only had three employees. The assistant manager walked out. That I literally would have been with the store manager, myself, and one associate. There's seven days in a week. There's, you know, figure out, you know, figure it out. There's usually two shifts. So there's like an opening shift and a closing shift. So guess what? Store manager gets preference pretty much. So I'd have got fucked. Um, and it was 45 minutes away from my house. Like, if it was 45 minutes and I was going to get paid like $17 an hour, that'd have been a different story. But you want to pay me 13 bucks, and an associate makes $12 an hour. So, somebody tell me where that's justified. So, that's my first fucking problem with GameStop. My second problem with GameStop is, um, they wouldn't, uh, so I, I get this email. Back on topic. Sorry. I know. I fucking went off on a tangent. I apologize. Um, So my second problem with GameStop is I call up. I get the email. You'll get another email telling you how you can do this or follow up to uh, said redeem said items. Great. Um, Never got the follow up email. So, of course, I waited a week. I said, I'm going to wait a week. I know there's fucking millions of people. They're probably emailing, blah, blah, blah. So I waited a week, didn't hear anything, went on the GameStop website, figuring they have a feedback form. I can send a message and I would get a response. I get the automated response. We received your inquiry. We'll get back to you in 48 to 72 hours. So that's two to three days. Okay, great. So I wait the three days. I don't hear anything. I'm like, let me give them another day because I know they're probably getting fucking hammered. I'm one of the most patient people you'll ever meet. Um, I have fucking patience like you would not believe. Um, But it comes with life experience and it comes with um, dealing with a lot of bullshit. So, and you pretty much realize that you have to be patient in life because... You don't want to listen right now, especially what everybody's going through. We know there's a lot of problems in the world and we also know there's a lot of shit going on. So you got to be a little bit patient. And those where the people who aren't having a problem. Yeah, we're getting a little depressed and shit. You know, we're stuck in the fucking house. My biggest thing is I want to go to the mall. So the big thing is, um, excuse me, like fucking crack a can. Um, the big thing is. Now, I waited for the email. I was patient. I then sent another email. I went on, did the whole forum thing again, found the section, found out exactly about inquiries. Now, the great thing was they actually had an updated section. So when you selected it, it was like, location closed due to Corona, uh, COVID-19 shutdown. Great. Click that. Sent another email through. Got another response. We'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. Awesome. I waited the three days. I gave him 72. Still never heard anything. I'm like, all right, let me, let me wait. Maybe I'll get another email. Because I, then I got an email that said, now here's what it said. That you would be getting contacted within the next couple of days about a way to redeem... Uh, your merchandise via online ordering. Unless your item was completely paid for, then it would be shipped to you. Okay, great. I have three items that are paid off. My Final Fantasy Deluxe was paid off. My pop, my uh, Mandalorian, the child pop, Baby Yoda, um, was paid off. My copy of Iron Man was paid off. So I'm like, great. I'm going to get either a digital code for Iron Man, which the fucking physical copy at that point, I didn't give a fuck. But I would get the fucking nice box, the digital, the, the, the deluxe edition of my Final Fantasy would be getting mailed to me. Awesome. This is a fucking great thing. We'll email you. Now, here's where it gets tricky. We will email you with the instructions on how to redeem said item. So, great. 
Now, I read the whole email. It said, be advised, it may take uh, five business days for you to get the email. This was on a Saturday. All right, great. So if, by, by Friday, I should get an email. And this was two weeks after Final Fantasy launched. All right, fine. Wait it, wait it, wait it. No email. Motherfucker. So I went back to the forum on the GameStop webpage, filled out another one, and went, all right, you know, let me send. Then I get another reply. May take uh, 24, uh, 24 to 48 hours for you to get a response. Okay. This time I only waited the 48 hours. So I did it at fucking 11 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. Fucking Thursday at fucking 11.30, I sent another email through. Um, I understand the situation going on. You guys found a loophole in this shit to stay the fuck opened. And your brick and mortar stores are open, which by brick and mortar, it was any place that is in a freestanding building, a strip mall, not a mall mall enclosed could be open. You guys said you were rerouting. We would hear from stores said in question. Um, What is going on with this? Please uh, respond back to me. I left my phone number, my email. I left two phone numbers, two email addresses, all my information for these people to contact me. Uh, It's May 12th. I have not heard a fucking thing from anyone. I keep getting the automated emails um, about buy this, buy that. We're here for you. Um, So last night, I called customer service up. I called them at about 5 o'clock. Of course, get on the phone, and I hear our wait times may be longer than usual due to the impact of the the COVID-19 shutdown and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Uh, I was on the phone for three minutes. Girl picked up. How can I help you? Thank you for calling GameStop customer service. I uh, told her, I said, listen, I said, I'm just calling to find out inquiries about, I have this reserved, this reserved, this reserved, this reserved, and this reserved. This item got canceled. These two came out today. These two came out a month ago. I haven't heard anything on them. I got an email that said to call customer service for an inquiry about how to proceed to do, get my stuff shipped to me. The girl that's on the other end of the phone, who was probably from another country, um, was like, hold on, please. I get put on hold. I was glad I didn't get hung up on because if I would have called back the next person who would have picked up the phone, I would have fucking probably verbally berated because the the person in question um, then comes back about three minutes later and goes, yeah, you have to go onto the website and um, inquire in there on there. There's a special team handling that. Is there anything else I can help you with? I was like, I've already contacted the website like four times and gotten nowhere. I'm sorry, you have to go through the website. There's nothing we can do here. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can see my... Here's what GameStop doesn't realize. You... You fuckers don't have a monopoly on this shit anymore. Okay, there's places like Best Buy, Walmart, fucking Amazon. Amazon has been more reliable with fucking shit through this whole thing than than most fucking companies. Yeah, their shipping's a little delayed. I can't get shit next day now, but fuck it. I would rather, from here on out, honestly, I would go to, to another retailer than fucking shop at GameStop because... Unless the exclusive is like they're giving me fucking gold fucking bullion. Honestly, I really think GameStop needs to fucking get a wake-up call from people. Because you treat your customers like fucking shit and like idiots. And you really don't take care of your customers. And you don't take care of the players. You know, you, you your slogan is power to the players. Bullshit. It's power to your fucking pockets. You know, you treat your employees like shit. You need to give them a fucking raise. You're making double the money. 
We trade in a game for 20 bucks. You're selling it for 59, you 54 used. You're making double the profit. So you sell a game for 59.99. I buy said game when it comes out. I beat game a week later. I trade said game in. I get maybe $30 for it. So there's $30 and it's not even cash, it's credit. Now, see, here's what they fuck you with. If you go for the cash option, it's half the game, half the credit. So what you do, basically, is you buy an item. Oh, great. Okay, so I get $30 in credit. If I wanted to go take the, get it in cash, I'd get it for 15 Because unless they run, like, the promo, cash the same as credit, usually by that time they drop a lot of the prices. Um, but you're, you're getting beat, which is fine, you know. That's that's great. You fucking put rental companies out of business. I mean, Gamefly's going, but getting shit from Gamefly is like a different story because they need more warehouses. I love Gamefly. Gamefly is awesome. It's like fucking Netflix on crack. I mean, yeah, PlayStation's doing the fucking uh, the, the PS Now, which is an awesome feature. Xbox has the Ultimate Gamer Pass, which I can play on PC and on my Xbox. By the way, I have all four. I have all three systems. I have a Switch. I have an Xbox One, and I have a PS4. Um, so I, I have all the consoles. Um, have Lately, I've been heavily on my Switch because I've been sick, so I've been in my fucking bedroom um, playing on my Switch. I've been playing Animal Crossing and Pokemon. Um, but that's pretty much what I've been fucking doing because I couldn't do anything else. Um, I didn't want to be out around anybody um, in my house because I didn't feel good. So... And pretty much the only place I felt comfortable was pretty much laying down on my bed with the dog. Uh, because she's very, very caring. My dog, I have a, okay. For nobody who knows, Riley, who usually makes her appearance on the show, barks today. She's being quiet, which is really odd. Um, it's probably because she's fucking tuckered out because it was playing with her this morning. Um, but she's, uh, she's half pit, half boxer. She's the most loving dog I've ever had. I mean... From all the vicious stories you hear, oh my god, pit, pit bulls are vicious animals, they're killers. They're fucking not. It's how you raise an animal. I know people with German shepherds who are fucking like big babies. And then I know fucking German shepherds that'll fucking rip your face off. I know pits are the same way. You know, it depends on how you bring up these animals. They're not born killers. They're not born fucking nasty. No, it's how you treat an animal is how it reacts. Cats, on the other hand, cats are in their own fucking world. Um, possession is nine tenths of the law. Cats are really fucking weird. I really think they're possessed by serial killers because they find really weird places to jump on you from. Um, but yeah, so GameStop though, back to the whole GameStop thing. Uh, we need to band together. I mean, honestly, they're, they're literally, they're fucking, this, this shit is showing what type of fucking company GameStop is. Between threatening their employees, trying to pull loopholes to stay open, claiming that they're this. The guys I work, I we I walked out of my job at the beginning of this shit because the fucking assholes I worked for, who A, are price gouging shit online because they're a fucking online retailer. Um, they price gouge. They're selling Nintendo Switches for like $700 a piece. They up their fucking price, which is ridiculous. They're selling Fitbits. They got a hold of, they got shit to Amazon because they got Fitbits, which are considered medical devices. Um, they sent like 250 to fucking Amazon. And I think they're selling them for like double the price that they actually cost normally. But everybody needs to fucking really stop this shit. Stop these motherfuckers from jacking prices up. Um, fucking show that the, the majority of us, the fucking gamers who make up a shit fucking ton of people in the world aren't going to stand for this shit from fucking GameStop. You treat us like shit. You don't fucking give us like half the fucking shit we really fucking would like. And you want us to trade something in. You beat us on it. We've been, we've been quiet about it for years. The shit's got to stop because now you're fucking with people, you know. I like I went out, I said fuck it. I bought Final Fantasy did Final Fantasy digitally 
off the PlayStation Store. I had to go out and buy a hard drive because my fucking... I didn't realize my hard drive was maxed. Um, is Final Fantasy such a big game digitally? But I went to Amazon, and in a week, I had a fucking... Uh, an external hard drive for my PS4. It's now plugged in. I have Final Fantasy installed on it. I really don't want to go the digital route because, you know, I like my local GameStop. Don't get me wrong. I like the store. If it was like fucking Joe's House of Games, I would go shop there. Um, But I only go there because I like the staff. The manager is awesome. I've actually, over the years, I've become very good friends with them. So I find out, of course, I find out shit from him. Like, he'll message me and stuff when certain things are coming out. But I know the staff there. They're all very friendly. They're all nice people. But they get treated by shit, like shit from their fucking corporate, you know, provider. Uh, and their cor- the corporation that, that fucking is GameStop is ridiculous. They fuck you over with, their, with the memberships. Now, I mean, fuck, if anybody's even paying attention, uh, they fucking killed the Power Up Rewards program. Because you used to be able to get points. Now you don't get points anymore. They give you a $5 reward certificate every month. Dude, in a month I would have fucking like a $20 certificate because between all the shit I would buy and trade in, forget about it. I would have like $20 a month. Plus all my friends had my fucking, my phone number. They would go there, use my fucking phone number, and they would get me points. Because they didn't want to spend the the $15 a a year for the subscription service. They would just plug my number in. They would go buy their shit. I would get the fucking rewards points for it, and it was fucking great. So, but they fucking took that shit away, you know. Thank God, I love Best Buy's rewards program. They match you dollar for dollar, which is great. So you spend like 250 bucks, you get a $5 reward certificate. They give you the ability to bank them. Best Buy still has, I'm sorry, Best Buy, I love Best Buy. Um, Their fucking rewards program is great, and their fucking service program is great. I've never had issues with Best Buy. And there's probably people out there who are like, oh, Best Buy this, Best Buy that. No. I have people, I I worked for Best Buy for a short period of time during the holidays. They were a great company to work for. They give their employees a lot of fucking decent perks. And there's a lot of rewards. I got fucking, I got office uh, when I worked there because I was taking fucking surveys. I got office for free. Like, that's fucking great. You want to give your employees shit so they know their products? And GameStop gets into out of shape when you fucking even, like, suggest that. When I, I worked for them before, we suggested they, they had some kind of, like, promotion where, like, the employees, for certain things, got copies of it so they knew what the fuck they were talking about. And they were like, well, why would we do that? It was like, because you get four copies of it, which used to be great. Um... We used to get copies in the store before the game released for the employees. We used to get four copies. One for the manager, one for the assistant manager, one as a perk for one of the employees, and then one you could do a giveaway with or give it to an employee. That was awesome. My one manager was super cool with that shit. Um, He would be like, if he didn't want it, he would fucking pretty much give his copy to whoever. And... But we, but the thing was, we were gamers. We knew about this shit. Like, so we always, you knew something. You had your preference. So that was pretty much the way it went. Um, fuck, I'm at 55 minutes and a lot of, mostly bitching me today. Sorry, I apologize, but I'm just pissed off. Yeah, not good for the blood pressure. I know. Um, so, you know, you, you have to realize these guys are fucking corporate, corporate assholes. Um, so unfortunately... Every time a company that start the startup or a company, a small company starts up, they're trying to do the same thing. They get fucked by GameStop royally. Um, there was a play, a great place called Powered by Games um, in uh, Lenoka Harbor in on Route Nine in in uh, South Jersey, and the guy was awesome because he carried shit that was fucking. I mean, he carried Atari shit. That's how cool his store was. Um, he would carry import games. Um, I have, I bought, I actually have an import game. I have a river city game. It's an import from Japan. Um, but yeah, he would carry import stuff. It was awesome. Old fucking throwback shit. And it was a great store. Like I wish there were more stores like that because GameStop has been strong arming ever since they took over everything. 
ever since GameStop became GameStop and they got rid of like Babbage's and EB Games and um, fuck, I don't know, Funko. I mean, Funko Land's their parent was the parent company. I mean, they even took over ThinkGeek. Um, and I love the ThinkGeek store by me. It's fucking awesome. They have a lot of cool shit, but it just pisses me off that GameStop, who was who their slogan is, uh, you know, power to the players. You're taking all the power away from the players because you're fucking everybody right now. You don't have a fucking solid plan. And fucking fast food chains got a better fucking plan than you do. And they're ridiculous because they're treating their employees like shit. A lot of these guys are afraid because most of them got threatened before they fucking left. That if you don't go to work, if you fucking call out, you're going to get fired. Like, come on, people. Really? You know, this shit's fucking serious. Fucking don't try to make a buck. And then pass it off on the fucking guy who's trying to just just struggle to get by. Like, what the fuck? Seriously. But, now, because I know you guys don't like to hear me, want to hear me fucking bitch and moan. Made something really cool this weekend in the Instapot. So, we talked about lasagna. Um, talked about my mom's homemade mac and cheese. We made Instapot on Saturday. We made Instant Pot. Buffalo chicken mac and cheese. I like spicy food. So, it's basically, it takes about 10 minutes for the Instapot to heat up, 4 minutes cook time. Basically, you fill up your Instapot, follow the instructions for it, really, because it, depending on the Instapot you have, depends on your cook time for your pasta. You throw pasta in uncooked. So, basically, you put water you put your pasta in there, you cook it, which takes about four minutes to do. Then you turn around, and the other thing we did was we added, um, we got breaded chicken, um, buffalo chicken pieces. We cooked them in the oven, and we um, turned around and we added those to the mac and cheese. But it's basically um, white cheddar yellow sharp cheddar a bag of each um and that's the half pound bags uh, cream cheese um the obviously your elbow noodles whatever noodles you want to use to make the mac and cheese with uh mix it all in the instapot it comes out awesome frank's red hot buffalo wing sauce i love frank's wing sauce. i love frank's red hot it's fucking awesome but their buffalo wing sauce, which is like orange, is like awesome. You add that in there with the chicken, you uh, the frozen chicken, uh, buffalo chicken uh, tenders you put in the fucking oven. And you can cook them because they take about as long as it does. So total cook time or total prep, total time to make and everything. It's about 15 minutes. Between your four minutes to cook, your 10 minutes for the pressure to build up in your Instapot. Um but yeah, it comes out fucking awesome. I mean, it was fucking delicious. Um, and it was a great, it's a great quick meal. Um, you know, Instapot, honestly, the Instant Pots are awesome. Um, and they're, they're a great way to cook, especially if you are cooking, want to cook fast. Um, and you want to make everything all together. So, but that mac and cheese was like, like I said, it was it was fucking great. Um, all the recipes I talk about are going to be going up. Uh, we had to have work on the webpage. The one host we were using um, decided that it wanted to basically wipe out the webpage three times. Uh, so we just switched hosting providers. Um, so the new, everything is up and running, thank God, for my web designer because she backs up everything uh, like a fucking crazy person. Um, I think she's got like eight copies of my webpage backed up. Uh, but yeah, so she's, uh, she's got the, she's got everything back up and running again. The email, Mr. Black at in the mind of madness.com. And that's M R B L A C K at in the mind of madness.com. Um, again, want to talk about eat local, not fast food motherfuckers. Um, and I, I got a, Listener, listener email from, uh, here's Johnny and he, uh, 
He's like, yeah, I eat local. I eat at KFC and McDonald's. No, when I say eat local, I'm talking about places like mom and pop places, like your local pizzerias, not Domino's, not Papa John's, not these chain restaurants. You know, what I'm talking about when I say eat local, stuff like, you know, there's a place by uh, here called like Four Seasons Diner. Um, you got places like the, the small pizzerias that are, are, are one pizzeria. There's not 30 of them. Um, you know, the small restaurants and stuff like that. Uh, it's people's, you know, families who are putting their hearts and souls. In. A lot of these are franchises. They're, a lot of these are protected by corporate umbrellas. And, you know, McDonald's and, and KFC and Popeye's and, and all that shit. Those are corporations. Those aren't like, you know, Bob's Diner down the street, you know, you know, uh, fucking those aren't like the bagel, the, you know, the local bakery. If it's open, they're doing pickup or takeout. Go fucking call them up and order food. We have donut, local donut place, man. They're fucking banging. There's people, they got social distancing. They got cones set up outside their store. They're already behind a glass window. Be, and the, the employees are wearing gloves and masks and everything to, to try to keep everybody safe and healthy. You got to eat local because these local places are your community. They're your family. They're your friends. They're, they're the guys you, you, you run into, you know, in the morning um, getting coffee. They're the guys that are up at 3 o'clock in the morning getting ready for 6 a.m. for breakfast. You know, these places are run by families and individuals who, who didn't want to deal with the corporate bullshit anymore. You know, I mean, kind of like what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to start something uh, that uh, I eventually hope gets sponsorship, takes off. Um, I don't ever knock anybody who's not fucking an asshole. So the way I look at things is, you if you're, if you're true, your product's good, your your message is the right message, then that's great. But if you are a fucking lying corporate piece of shit, that's just how you're going to be. And there's no changing that. I probably wouldn't take on, you know, anything like that. But, you know, like Anchor. Anchor is started by people who wanted to to give people the option to, to do something different, to get your voice out there. Um, to make it easy to do a podcast or, you know, and, and, and do all this stuff to be, to be that independent person. Um, you know, like I I love these ideas that have now taken off. Like loot crate was an awesome idea. Yeah. Granted over the years, it's kind of gotten a little weird, but, um, those things are great where people started them in their garages, started them in their basements, started them at a friend's house. Um, you know, like I, this started at a friend's house. I started with a friend, ex-friend, but it got me pretty much going, hey, I can do this. It's easy enough where I don't, you know, you don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to be involved. That's great. I'll do my own thing. So, but you have these fucking companies that are upstarts. It's like the mom and pop places, you know, I don't know how many times we've seen it, you know, the little guys, the old little convenience stores, the mom and pop soda shops are gone for the most part. There's few and far between of them, few and far between of them, few and far between of them left. That's one of the problems we've gotten so involved with this corporate entity and this corporate Um, yeah, people say it's capitalism, but no, it's just, you've gotten away from grassroots. You've gotten away from that small town mentality of, yeah, let's go down the street to like the local luncheonette. We got a couple of them in Tom's river, you know, the summertime starting, they're starting to open stuff back up. We got a lot of the parks open. They're talking about opening the beaches up. They got to flatten the curve. Like they keep saying. We got to do the social distancing. We got to wear masks. Yes, life is going to change, but it's going to change for the better. Where, you know, we're not going to basically 
go quietly. We're going to go out, you know, we're going to go. Everything eventually is going to go back to somewhat normalcy. Hey, listen, if they have a guy at the fucking mall with a clicker saying, listen, we reached capacity. You got to wait for like three people to leave before you can go in. I'd be fine with that. Granted, the minute the mall opens, you know there's going to be a fucking line down the backside of that shit. Don't worry. I'll probably be waiting in it because I can't wait to go to the mall again. I like going to the mall. It was one of the things. The only thing about this I don't like is, yeah, I can go anywhere, but I don't like going anywhere. I like the mall. I've always liked the malls. I've always, I've been one of those people who's always liked the mall because A, if it's raining out, you're dry inside. B, some of the fucking people in there are funny to fucking watch. I've talked about it before. People watching is hilarious. Especially when they have wardrobe malfunctions. And especially when they look like they don't remember what they did. And there's Riley. See, I told you she was around somewhere. Crazy. Oh, she was napping. Yeah. My dog is a diva. Um, She is the epitome of diva. You pretty much have to do everything that she wants you to do. um, Because she is that way. But um, remember, uh, eat local, buy local. Um, support local businesses as much as you can um, because these are guys who are, are trying to live a dream, uh, trying to get away from working that nine-to-five um, thing, trying to be their own boss. Uh, help them out uh, right now, especially during this time. Um, we got to help each other, and we got to help our communities. Uh, support all the frontline workers, um, hospitals, firefighters, police officers, yeah, I know a lot of people aren't on that bandwagon with cops, but listen, they're out there putting their health and their lives on the line for everybody, trying to get people safe, make people healthy. Um, do the best you can. Show your support somehow. Um, there's places offering all kinds of stuff for, for people who are uh, essential personnel. So um, everybody stay safe, be healthy, and let's just try to get the fuck through this all together. This has been Mr. Black, another episode of In the Mind of Madness. Thank you, everybody. Um, Have a great day.